Welcome to Focus on 2025. I'm Michael Moore in Singapore, and with me are my two partners, Chris Beaumont in Japan and Chris Riley in the United States. In this ninth episode, we are putting the focus on transnational. As the economic balance between the West and the rest shifts in favor of Asia and in the very near future, India and Africa, so the idea of globalism is shifting. Indeed, globalization has been questioned even more so in the last year than before. So, Chris Beaumont, is this just a temporary blip? Well, I think that the world public and private processes and systems, when stress-tested in this last year, have been seen to be lacking, and we don't want to go back to that. And for some, I think it's quite reasonable to say that globalism is akin to colonialism. It's the same for business and it's central command and control. And as we've said before, that's not going to work. And interconnectivity is only as strong as the weakest link. And yes, historically driven by the West and driven top down. Um, too much NIH not invented here. I believe in NIH now improved here. Transnational respects culture and learns and embraces from other cultures. So we should think about new globalism with that kind of mindset. I see a transnational strategy as one which is high on global integration, but also high on multi-domestic strategy and multi-domestic knowledge and learning and insights of culture and practice. Well, Mike, you know, if Coca-Cola had relied on that fizz in Japan, their business would be only 10%. We have a culture of tea, a culture of cleanliness. We're often out right. on the streets, a culture of safety and honesty. So we, Coca-Cola has the big, still the biggest retailer in terms of shops, vending machines. So transnationals everywhere will be able to recognize, should recognize the importance of Asia, not because it's, it's big and becoming more consumer, but look at it for new growth and leadership. Just let's go so, back a few hundred years. Was it Kipling that said Asia is not going to be civilized by the methods of the West? There's too much in Asia and it's too old. So if today's, and I completely agree with you uh, with respect to, to Japan, we obviously spent a lot of time there together. Uh, but to, if today's markets are not global in the old sense and they're therefore transnational, um, economically connected markets that have individual characteristics and cultural uniqueness. So, Chris Riley, in what way will that kind of spirit affect the decision-making of organizations? Well, it will mean that uh, people from all over the world have to become part of leadership and management. Great companies like Nike have done that. If you go to the headquarters of Nike here in Oregon, you will find people from quite a few different nations the leadership is transnational and uh, the decision-making respects uh, a deep listening to what we used to call the markets or the, the kind of the foreign markets is what we meant. Uh, but I also think that uh, why I like this idea of transnational as a way of explaining how globalism is evolving is it's transnational across nations, transnational. It acknowledges the differences around the world and says, how can we operate across them? 
whereas globalism was a unifying concept. It said there is only one world, and it's like, you know, even made its way into popular culture. And it's also worth remembering, referencing Chris's point about colonialism, that the idea of globalism was initiated by uh, a tennis-playing American New York Harvard Business Review editor called Theodore Levitt. Um, and Theodore Levitt was a great believer in American exceptionalism. He had actually been uh, quite influenced by the power of the United States after the Second World War to set up Israel. Uh, he would support the idea of nation building. So the concept of globalism came out of uh, an American perspective on the world, not a world perspective on the world. And as my friend Wade Davis says, indigenous people are not failed attempts at being us. Uh, uh, people all over the world have a right to be heard. They should be heard. In many ways, they're better than us. And I love this thing from Kipling. You go to Asia, you go to other places, ancient cultures that have a lot of knowledge, a lot of meaning, uh, way older than America. So I think uh, the balance is really fascinating and transnational to me has a notion of, uh, of respect for humanity, uh, people from whom we can learn. And I think, you know, we've said this before, that it really is a world in which the hierarchy of imagination will be paramount and the extent to which um, the transformation of globalism to, to transnationalism uh, how will that affect business strategy going forward? And that's something we will continue to discuss on our focus on 2025. <music>